Hello, welcome to our Thor Ragnarok spoiler cast here. Uh, if we haven't made it apparent, yes, we are spoiling it. So if you haven't seen Thor Ragnarok and you still want to, close your device now, take out your headphones, smash your speakers, because we're about to spoil everything for you. So I guess for we can start off here is just kind of our general thoughts, our opinions about the film, whether we liked it or disliked it. I think that'll help kind of paint everything else we say for the rest of this segment. So why don't we start off with Colin here? Hello. What, hello, hello, hello. What was your kind of just general vibe about the film? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. <laughs> um, you sure? I don't know. Like, so I thought it was a fantastic... Uh, fantastic comedy um i i think i I think we were talking about before robert that it kind of looked just like a like a buddy cop film almost between (laughs) the rock and thor basically and i was like yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and thor dwayne johnson he was fabulous in that movie yes you did oh my god i (laughs) oh my god we're stone right, cold now in this we, equation. Now, now we need the Rock playing the Hulk. That's what we need. The the Hulk <laughs> wow. and Thor. No, be, be, I have the whole thing with Fast and the Furious and Tyrese Gibson on my head right now because he's like feuding with the Tyrese Rock. Tyrese right Gibson now. on my mind, dude. <laughs> Tyrese Gibson is feuding hard with the Rock right now. But I digress. All right. Anyway, right. yes, epic buddy cop movie between the Hulk and Thor, and that's. I mean, it it delivered on that aspect, but I I definitely think that like for for me personally, it wasn't much beyond that and that's and that's coming from someone who's not very adverse in the in the uh marvel cinematic universe but yeah how many uh thor movies have you seen i've only seen the first one so you didn't even see the second chapter no i didn't no i didn't okay okay i'm sitting in the same boat i heard the second one wasn't that great either so yeah not that great though for the marvel cinematic universe is still okay it's still better than a lot of movies you know speaking of speaking of the second movie i actually had someone say today to me that the second one was better than the first one interesting Hmm. yeah and that's the first time i'd heard that opinion so who knows dark world's good uh yeah that director kind of bowed out of doing the third movie which kind of opened the door for uh taika watiti yeah what a great name the god of thunder <laughs> thor ragnarok i thought that as someone who has seen pretty much every single marvel film uh out uh as someone who's seen all of them multiple times in some cases uh you know it's been well documented i watched avengers twice in one day the day it came out what? in theaters in two different theaters yeah we've talked about this before okay <laughs> We watched. Uh, we watched it, and then we went and we had dinner, McCormick and Schmicks, and then we drove across town and watched it again. <laughs> okay, right. before wow. and after dinner. Yeah, we liked the original Avenger movies that much. That much. But I think you are really hitting some really hard bullet points for me, Colin. When you're like, okay, it's funny. B, it's like a buddy cop movie between The Rock. It's like Thor, uh, <laughs> Thor and Hulk, like buddy cop <laughs> film. With Jeff Goldblum involved, Kate Blanchett, you know, and and more on the humor side. To me, that sounds like a hell of a good time. Yeah, it was. It was a good I, time. Which, which is what I had at the theater. I thought this movie was great. I actually am celebrating the fact that it's different than most superhero movies I've ever seen in my life. It reminded me more of Rush Hour <laughs> than <laughs> honestly. I kind of yeah, I kind of see than it, a, you know than uh, uh, Captain America: Civil War. You know, it was just so lighthearted. It was like, to me, if you look at this, the entire MCU as kind of a television series, 
this is like that one episode that everyone talks about that people remember. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like when you think about your favorite series on TV, mm. then there's always one episode that kind of sticks out in a weird way, but it's it's a good way. And you finally remember it. That's how I feel about this film. So I, I love it. I, I had a great time. That's kind of my short off the cuff uh, impression of it. We can get more in depth here. Yeah. So, so this is well, like the this is like the Goku and Piccolo get their license episode of the MCU. <laughs> yeah. Nice Dragon Ball pull there. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. No. So like for me, I'm in a weird place about it because I know while I was sitting in the theater, I really enjoyed it. Like it was, again, a fun yeah. movie to watch. Definitely a popcorn movie for sure. Like the kind mm-hmm. of movie that you like if you had the Blu-ray for it, you just pop it in. Like if you were like with a couple friends and just wanted to hang out to like a good movie. But then parts of it for me felt a little like, was Thor always this funny? Is it maybe a little too lighthearted? Did I maybe laugh too much at a movie where Thor lost his homeland? See, this is where the, this is where the people that skipped the dark world, the dark middle chapter, I can see where you're coming from, right? Because it got dark in the dark world. And now it's lighthearted now. So you kind of skipped over that. So I can see where you would feel that way. Well, sure. But like when one, because again, I've only seen the first Thor movie, right? Thor, when he walked into the scene, when he arrived on Earth, he was like this clueless alien who was like, what is this? What is coffee? This is good. Another one. But, you know, he wasn't really like trying to be a funny, cheeky asshole. He wasn't trying to be Nathan Fillion, you know, whereas in this movie, like the first thing you see him and he's like, oh, wait. Hold on, this chain's spinning me around. I can't look at you. Oh, oh we're in a was, we're in a pickle, aren't we? Oh, wait for me to turn around. There we go. Oh, I see your face. Tell me more. That was that was great. I thought that like, was a great scene. I thought it was really funny. I mean, set for, the tone. for for comedy beats, I thought it was great. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it'd be like if I don't know if like in the Dark Knight Rises, Michael Caine walks up and is like, "Hello, Batman. How are you doing? You're doing a joke that's really funny. Let's have a little JP." No, you know, that, like no, <laughs> Nolan, Nolan has never really gone for humor like well, like no, this for. But I'm Thor's not always talking, been silly in a way but now talking, he's really like unbottled in yeah, this one for me i'm not talking about like nolan like christopher nolan as a director i'm talking just about thor as a character i never really found thor to be like spider-man like literally spider-man that's what thor was in this movie it was like what if we took chris pratt from guardians of the galaxy or tom holland from spider-man and just made him thor that's kind of the vibe i got which to me was like at first i was like oh this is great i love comedy but by the end i was kind of thinking Maybe there needs to be a little more weight, like dramatic weight to this film. You're asking for a little much from this film. This film was all about just like the Fast and the Furious kind of crowd. Like this film was very, very lighthearted. And like I said, for someone that watches all the Marvel films, they definitely went there. Then they definitely do go there. Watch Captain America Civil War. You know, watch a lot of these movies, even like a Iron Man 2. Like I think the argument is that they kind of get too serious and too like kind of up their own butt about a lot of things. Um, Avengers 2 even was, I mean, kind of a, a critical success mostly and a commercial success, but not really considered like one of the highlights of the MCU. So I just look at this as a, that great little ball of sorbet in between uh, entrees that could just is a good palate cleanser, right? And this is like, okay, this is going to be a new thing. And what I've heard is they're now, this is like the beginning of a new Thor trilogy now where Wait, they're going to have like, yeah, like where they're going to have like, now Thor Ragnarok is going to be the first part of a different Thor trilogy that is more like in t- in uh, this type of tone, uh, like more funny and more lighthearted, more like, hey, turn on the disco lights. This is Marvel, but this is like not the Marvel that you're used to. And I'm all for it, man. That first scene you talked about uh, with Surtur 
that uh, fire yeah, demon, the fire guy. I thought I thought that yeah, was hilarious. Okay. I thought that was hilarious, and I laughed way harder in this film than I was expecting. I thought it would just be more like a visual spectacle, but I thought the script was sort of. Uh, I don't know if I say pretty strong, stronger than I expected. I guess is the best, most accurate way I can I can put it. There are th- criticisms I have of the film. The first being that it looks way too digital to me. This is the first film in a long time I've watched where I'm like. Oh, now I know why people, why kind of film buffs really celebrate when a film is uh, is on actual celluloid, on actual film, because there's a different look, there's a different feel. This one felt so digital to me. It reminded me, dare I say, of the Star Wars prequels in a lot of ways, and I and I hate that look. So, like, so and, do you and, mean like how it used a lot of? I mean, it did use a lot of CG. Is that what you mean? No, it no, it just it okay. looked too crisp, clean pristine i could see like the makeup on everyone's faces at least in the theater i was in like it just looked too clean it looked too sterile it looked too like almost like i was watching a video game brought to life it looked like almost too computer generated even when it w- clearly wasn't but with that being said there was massive overuse of green screen in this film and i'm kind of sad about that like the part that really sticks out to me is where you see anthony hopkins and they're in uh norway they're supposed to be in norway it's so clearly green screened they even, I don't know if you guys noticed as well, but they changed, if you pay attention to the trailers of this film, they purposely deceive you in the trailers where you think that certain scenes are going to take place in the, in an alley. Like, for instance, when Hella breaks uh, Mjolnir, the, the, uh, his, his hammer, right? Like, in the trailer, it takes place in, like, an alleyway in the city. But in the movie, it actually takes place on some mountaintop, some cliffside in Norway. So if you're really paying attention to that stuff, they, they, they use that to deceive you. I'm like, why can't you just go to Norway? Yeah, you know I mean, like, is that too big a nash? You have to green screen it, and it looks so fake. It looks so bad. So those are criticisms I have. But, but overall, I think this is a great film that I would certainly recommend to people. I would certainly say definitely check it out. It's it's it was a lot of fun to me. Right. So let's start maybe digging into it. Something that I found to be kind of like interesting, right? Is like this movie had an A plot and a B plot. Had the whole like Hella taken over Asgard. And, you know, kill, killing all the revolutionists or whatever. And then Thor being stuck on the planet Sakaar, trying to find his way out. And, like, he meets with Thor, uh, meets Hulk and, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> the Rock. <laughs> yeah, he meets the Rock. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Rock. Uh, oh, God, I'm never going to live this one down. Just like everything else. It's so, fun. for me, when I was watching that film, it was kind of like a little... Like, every time it cut to Hela, you know, doing her whole, like, taking over Asgard now, whatever... I kind of really hated it because I was just like, I want more of whatever the hell is happening on Sakaar right now with Jeff Goldblum's mad fantasy land of warriors fighting each other to the death. You know what I mean? Like for me, the the one plot was so much stronger than the other that I was really bored by the other plot. Yeah, I, I kind of understand where you're coming from, Robert, because um, the part that, I, that comes to mind for me is, you know, where she's... Uh uh, she's like standing outside and they're like in a giant like courtyard and she's like all the troops then like pull, like pulling an uprising on her like all the guards from the city mm-hmm. and like she just like kills them all right but then you like they kill the one dude and it just hold, held like it was just it felt so out of place in an otherwise very very comedic movie even when the action was going on it was very comedic except for that one moment like the dude comes at you and he's like you know like i will never kneel to you and she like fucking kills him and i was like like i see what they're doing here and and i understand but it just like because of the overall tone of this film 
that that one scene felt very out of place and i feel like if that if the to- overall tone was different and it was playing more on this one plot instead of the sakar plot it would have worked a lot better yeah i'm sort of disagreeing with you here when we talk about hella's screen time for me looking back on this film I could have done with a lot less Loki. I thought he was really boring and kind of not didn't really serve much of a purpose. Like I've kind of got my fill of Loki at this point. And the Real, character really quick, he, while, we're, while we're talking about Loki, can we just can we just mention how he looks like Tommy Wiseau from fucking the room? <laughs> the hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, so, Mark. Yeah. So it's like I he's really isn't doing anything new with the character. Yeah. And it's not it's just getting stale. It's getting bland. I mean, maybe like that breakup that Tom Hiddleston had with Taylor Swift, like really like is taking his toll. But that guy's not doing you know much anymore. I didn't with even Logan. know he was dating Taylor. Yeah, Swift. Yeah, it was weird. It was so, weird. Okay. But anyways, I digress. But uh, but who hasn't she dated at this point, guys? Like, let's be real. Hey, Bo Taylor Swift burn. Oh, so uh, <laughs> uh, another album. But I loved Kate Blanchett in this role. I thought she looked. She played that role great. I thought she looked great as a villain. She remind that was like some Starcraft shit I was seeing on the screen. <laughs> that was like some Queen of Blade shit I was seeing. I was like, yes, I just thought it was awesome. And like the uh, the montages, like the flashbacks of like the epic battles between her and the Valkyrie, that was like some three hundred shit as yeah. well. That reminded me of. I was like, whoa. I well, you know, ex- executioners they they execute people and they execute ideas but but mostly they execute mostly people, people. yeah I, <laughs> I i liked her a lot i would i would have really have traded loki in for her and and more interaction on asgard or more interaction with her and thor and the and the main protagonist and hulk etc yeah uh so she's presumably dead you know spoilers right at the end of this film like she's presumably dead but i'm pretty sure if it's going to follow comic books it's going she's going to make her return alongside thanos in Infinity War, which comes out what April, something like which that? is like super soon when you think about it. Like wow, it's because Black Panther, it, it, like after Black Panther, it's Infinity War. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's April. It's April or May at the latest. I'm almost sure it's April actually. But uh, no, I, I love Kate Blanchett. She was one of my favorite parts of the entire film. Um, mm-hmm. I love the part where she's also like down in the basement. I don't even know what it's called, but it's like the basement where they keep all their treasures. The vault. The vault, yeah. yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm finding all it fake and throws it on the ground. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just thought that's really funny. All right, so, I, yeah. I agree that her like performance was good, but again, it kind of runs into like the super lighthearted thing. Like Colin, you just quoted like the whole, you know, execute plans, but mostly people. I was like, if you're trying to make her menacing, why is she just as funny as Thor and Hulk and valkyrie and literally every character in that movie is just but they already funny. but they already established before they did any of that at all they already established like thor is literally her plaything. like yeah he stands no chance she's shattered mjolnir like with a blink of an eye you know so she's already like the threat is established i think if she started kraken wise not a problem with it but i think that like she kind of earned the ability to do that in this film just because she's like all i'm already all powerful you're like the buzzing of flies to me Fair enough. I will say, though, that the way the film ends is very satisfying. Just it's very typical. It's very what you expect. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think there were any surprises about the ending, like the whole final battle scene on the bridge and all that. Like, I don't know if you guys were blown away by some kind of twist that I didn't see, but it was all kind of par for course. And seeing Thor actually as the God of Thunder, I have to admit 
that was pretty cool. That was really we, cool. Yeah, and then and then coming out to immigrant song for the second. Oh time. yeah. Are we are we kind of jumping like to the end already? I mean, I think so. Okay, so immigrant song is a cool song. I'm not gonna hate on it, but it was kind of already like it's kind of getting old a little bit for me because if you remember the it's kind of played the, out. Yeah, it is kind of played out because uh, I watched Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, the remake of it, the uh, David Fincher remake, and that like they redid it with like the lead singer, the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, and Trent Reznor and all that, and so they they kind of it's kind of been there. It's like treaded ground already. So it lost a little or bit. Or School of Rock. Yeah, Come on, that School too. Of Rock. And like, yeah. so it kind of lost its effect with me. I'm like, okay, yeah, I know this song. I've heard a bunch of times in movies. Okay, it's cool. Be badass, whatever. To me, the funniest part was in the whole film was near the end where you saw uh, uh, Ban- I don't know. What's his name? I can't remember Banner? the Hulk's name. Banner. Banner Bruce yeah. Banner. Bruce Banner. Thank you. When he's like, I'll take <laughs> I know care what you're of this. About, yeah. yeah, and he jumps out of the jet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funk. Yeah. And like you just think yeah. you're just conditioned from watching these superhero movies like, oh, clearly he's gonna turn into Hulk by the time he lands, he's gonna land all bass out oh, no, on top I of knew the wolf, it was coming. And he just splats like a gnat on, on the no, bridge. I, I knew it was oh, coming. I was like, God. he's gonna jump out and he's not gonna change it. Like he's gonna like fall face first. But the way it w- the way it happened is still made me fucking the, laugh my ass off because of I wasn't it. expecting it. Yeah, there was like a, there was like a windshield wiper like sound that. too. I don't know if you guys remember. Yeah. It was like, it was like yeah. splat like it was so I laughed out loud in a theater where you can get kicked out for that. What? Because <laughs> it was so funny. Wait, a theater can kick wait, you wait, out wait, for wait. laughing? I, I That might be an exaggeration. But if you're like laughing at times you shouldn't be laughing, they, oh. can, they can kick you out there. Yeah. Okay. But like in a comedy movie, like you're allowed to laugh. Yeah. So. Okay. Oh, I'm I was going to say, you're watching, yeah. you know, Grave of the Fireflies and you're caught laughing. I guess I understand. <laughs> exactly. But... They will kick you out for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, I thought I thought that the what was the guy the executioner's name Scourge 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 I think that's right yeah Scourge yeah he's played by uh, the dude he was in Lord of the Rings uh, I forget the actor's name oh man yeah he was in Star Trek too why am I forgetting oh K- K- uh, Urban. Carl Urban Carl Urban, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Yeah, yeah that's it he's a good actor he plays very like different roles too in a lot of films he's really good with like accents too so I respect that guy um, I like that he was able to redeem himself. Because he kind of served the whole film as hell as lackey, mm-hmm. um, uh, reluctantly. But I was glad that he was able to, you know, kind of come back again. Um, yeah, with with Des and Troy. Yep. It, yeah, and you know what's <laughs> funny? Because he was talking about I went to Texas and got these guns, Te- right? These Texas. machine guns. I Texas, believe it was a place Texas. called Texas. Yeah, a place called Texas. And so everyone in the theater here like had a chuckle at that. But then when he said Des and Troy, because they destroy. I thought he was talking about the Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks, Des Bryant and Troy Aikman. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm not the only one thinking like that. <laughs> no. like, oh, it was just weird. It just put my What's brain the in a weird spot. coincidence. You know, but, I, right? I, isn't that a weird coincidence? I'd imagine that might actually be just them being on clever writing because I didn't know that. I just don't follow NFL, but. Yeah, it yeah. was like, oh, well, they're naming after the Texas Dallas Cowboys quarterbacks. Okay, but no, so yeah. whatever. Uh, so something else I wanted to bring up is the character oh, no. of. Okay. Oh, sorry. You, but you, you, you quickly brought it up. We kind of brushed over it, but, but Thor is like transformed in this film. Like it yeah. has huge implications going forward. You said he has one eye, so Hella like totally like cuts it out. I thought that was like a weird choice because now he has to go around ugly with this bloody side of his face for like I, I the climax it, of the film. I thought it added to his character. I thought it added to the cool look. He's like now Honestly. you're like your father. Right. It was it yeah. was right, anime exactly. It's like now fuck. you're now you're the new Odin. Yeah, it that was is, so anime. <laughs> Yeah, that was just like I I wouldn't expect them to do that to his face. I just figure his face is the money maker for that character like, you know, and they just I mean, hey, 
the like go for it. It was just it was surprising to me that they would have the balls to do something like that. Um, and then also now he doesn't have his hammer anymore. Now he's like literally the god of thunder. Like he has thunder and lightning powers or sparkles on his hands, as Jeff Goldblum's uh, grandmaster would say. Right. And yeah, I, it makes me wonder because I don't read like any Marvel comics. So it makes me wonder if there's like a way that Mjolnir can be reforged or if like there's a there's a backup Mjolnir somewhere or something like that. Well, I wonder. But they were. But Anthony Hopkins was saying uh, his odin his dad was saying in the film like that was never really the source of your power it was just kind of like the representation you know a way you could control it and focus it right and and to bring it back since we are talking about mjolnir i thought that that scene that beginning fight scene where the hammer's like swirling around and hitting all the zombies i was like man this is some diablo 3 shit right here this is awesome (laughs) it seemed like totally like diablo 3 and i just thought it was really cool uh action scene to set the tone so that's all i want to say about that oh yeah yeah i agree and speaking about uh how thor looks was that not like one of the best stanley cameos oh, <laughs> oh yes yeah. oh, yeah. some weird old guy <laughs> cut my hair it's <laughs> a creepy old dude yeah and you know that's funny because uh i actually when we when i saw that scene i remember that uh they actually said that they pre-recorded a shit ton of uh stanley cameos like ahead of time sure for like a bunch of films to yeah. come so that yeah. like you know if um, you know, hopefully, I mean, and the man's in his God 90s. Rest, he's like, 90, yeah, yeah. God, God rest his soul. Like, hopefully, he doesn't pass away anytime soon. But like, you know, when he does, you know, they'll they'll have that backlog of cameos, right? Yeah, um, smart. But yeah, I wanted to bring up the character we haven't really talked a lot about, Valkyrie. You know, she starts yeah. out as this drunken Han Solo kind of character who, you know, is like jaded and don't get cocky, kid, basically, and kind of follows a very like. Uh, an arc that you could see from like miles away where she kind of redeems herself and is like i'm a valkyrie again um do you guys think that she'll like show up in future films because i imagine like she's starting to like this is her becoming a main cast or like not a main but like a part of the mcu she's a character that's always had from my understanding i'm not a huge comic book guy either but um she's always had kind of a major role in the thor comics and so she's been absent from MCU's, you know, till now. Right. And so it was less a big deal to me. Honestly, I thought she was like the least interesting, most predictable, like worst part of the whole film. Not to be too harsh, but like I think for fans of the comics, you know, you'd get a lot more out of it. Like, oh, finally, Valkyrie's, you know, here after, you know, missing the first two films. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought the highlight of her character in the film was her walking up to Mark Ruffalo, like, Hey, I think I know you. Yeah, <laughs> and was like, yeah, I think I think I know you too. <laughs> yeah, great. that was funny. Yeah. There's all kinds of inside jokes, man. It was it was. Oh it was yeah, funny. and shout out and shout out to uh, Tony Stark slash Mark Ruffalo's uh, Duran Duran shirt. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was so great. Um, no, something that I, like the reason I kind of liked Valkyrie a lot as a character is that she was one of the few characters that were played like straight. You know, as in like. They weren't always funny. They weren't like not every line was a joke in some way. Like I think of the scene where she's taught like she goes into Hulk's chambers while Thor is there and like Thor scuffles with her a bit and then steals that like that zappy thing frees himself and then throws the ball at the window saying that's what heroes do and then it like comes right. back and hits him that scene right. would that not so be good. as funny if valkyrie was like lol you're a dumb guy you know like cracking yeah. a joke about how he hit his face with his own ball yeah. you know so, yeah. guys i just came to the realization like i feel like these superhero movies and this is this movie is a prime example like slapstick comedy is making a comeback yeah slapstick Where comedy else? are you seeing it yeah i mean 
it just in these Marvel movies more so than anything. But like, I think this move, this particular film, like, definitely is an example of that. Um, because I mean, slapstick comedy was a huge thing in the you know '90s, maybe the early 2000s, and then it kind of just died off. You know, like we didn't really. It was all about like dirty late night comedy kind of thing for the longest time. You know, yeah, Will Ferrell and, and Seth Rogen and you know all that stuff. But now we got slapstick comedy coming coming back in the form of these superhero movies, and I kind of am digging mm. it. Like that's why I love the brand of comedy this Thor movie had to offer so much because I love that slapstick shit. Like just that part where he gets hit in the face with the ball unexpectedly. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> you know? I forgot about that until you re-mentioned that, but <laughs> yeah. I laughed really hard at that part too. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, I was dying. Yeah. yeah. What was the uh, What was the theater like when you guys went? Was it pretty full? What time of night and what time? What day did you go? Uh, it was like we went around like dinner time ish, like six o'clock, and it was pretty packed. It was pretty packed. It wasn't like uncomfortably packed, but it was it was packed. And the next Friday showing, or Saturday, uh, Saturday, and the next showing okay. was already like lined up real far. By the time we were like leaving the theater and we like left mm-hmm. the room, so, yeah. right? We're like, yeah, thank God we picked that time and not a later one because it would have been it would have been uncomfortably packed after that. Yeah, our yeah. the theater I went in wasn't super huge theater, but it was sold out at four forty five p.m. on a wow. Friday night. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Um, so I think we should probably talk more about Hulk cause he's kind of a big part of this film and we haven't really talked much about him. And I have to say, I really liked him in this film. He was great. He, he was talked. Yeah. He talks. He's in, Hulk. He was the perfect mix of like, Oh, Hulk smash. And then like, you know, funny Hulk, you know, oh, like, Hulk, like silly, sad. good uh, Hulk, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, do you guys know like what? what comic book series or like story that this is based on planet Hulk planet Hulk. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I actually read up a bit on it and like, I'm a little bit sad that they aren't actually doing Planet Hulk because Planet Hulk is really cool from what I've yeah, read. Yeah, they kind of they kind of yeah mashed like two different storylines together, you know, to make one film. So tell me more about Planet Hulk though, because yeah. like I said, I'm not that familiar. So I guess to wrap it up quick, it's uh, Planet Hulk is. Uh, Thor or Hulk becomes so strong that the Avengers and the Earth are like, we need to send you away. Like you're going to destroy this planet. So they send him to Sarkar or Sakar, where he like becomes so strong and he, like, he's perpetually angry and like he basically becomes king of that planet. Um, and then like stays Hulk. Like he he doesn't turn back into Bruce Banner ever again. Like he forgets who or what Bruce Banner was. He has a family and then for some reason that planet is destroyed. So like angry Hulk gets even angrier because he loses his family and he becomes so strong. He becomes planet breaker Hulk or something like that. So he finds a way to go back to earth. And then just when he steps on the earth, the entire Eastern seaboard of America just like shakes. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> this is not the Ragnarok, but this is the comic book. Yeah. Yeah. This is Hulk right. Ragnarok. Yeah, planet yeah, yeah, Hulk. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Right. I mean, that's like a cool kinda concept. Kind of want to read that now. Yeah. No, it sounds sweet. Yeah. Uh, um, no, it's like, and see what i heard about planet hulk is right he there's like i literally thought there was like a planet of hulks right I, I, am i wrong <laughs> no, but that's no, like no, no yeah then i've been then i've been misled yeah it's just but, hulk um, basically th- owning a planet because he's so strong right right well i thought they were gonna pull like for a minute i thought they were gonna pull some shit where like it, it was hulk but it wasn't actually like bruce banner like it was a different hulk or some shit like some other dude infected by the gamma radiation Right, or it's just coincidentally happened upon another dude that looks like Hulk, and that's why that's why you know that he didn't recognize him or whatever. There is, you know, spoilers. There is a Gray Hulk, and there is a She Hulk too. Yeah, and right, I don't yeah, know I know, if I know. I don't know if I'm getting these names right or not. I don't want some fanboys to email me, but I know there's a Red Hulk too. Okay, yeah. There, so there are, you know, 
There are holes. Yes. Plural. <laughs> there are some rocks, yeah. Um <laughs> and I also I also just want to like say why is Jeff Goldblum such a such a fun human being. Dude, he's he was the, he was arguably the best part of this whole fucking movie. He's the best part of every movie he's ever in all <laughs> oh, yeah. the time. Like, and the here's man's the thing. treasure. I haven't seen many trailers of this or I don't pay much close attention. So when he came on the screen, I was like, is that is that fucking Jeff oh, Goldblum? Oh, you didn't know when you <laughs> I, went and saw the movie? No, yeah, I had no idea. Like, uh, I wasn't yeah. walking into it thinking, I can't wait to see Jeff Goldblum in this movie. I just walked in and was pleasantly surprised. So you must not be paying attention to me when I'm talking to you on our podcast. No, <laughs> not really. No. It's on there. No, I, I don't <laughs> really talk- remember you mentioning it. Okay. Well, yeah, when we talked about it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew couple, it. So. A month or so ago. That's funny. No, he was he was great. I completely agree with you. He made the movie so much better like he does and everything. He just he's he's the person on screen that's having the most fun all the time. Oh yeah. He's Dude, just it, having a blast, it, being himself. It, exactly. And it, it totally seems like he improved like mm-hmm. almost all of his scenes. There was the scene where he was uh I can't remember exactly what he says, but it, they're, they're like closing up on his face and I think it's when uh Thor's like locked to the chair and uh, Jeff Goldblum like he says something and then he just stops talking and then he just kind of like smiles and twitches at the camera and it was yeah. so funny because it was so awkward he's right up there with with Christopher Walken like why do we never see them paired up together oh man ever? I think like, that movie would end the world <laughs> I know that's like it's like uh, De Niro and Al Pacino like in that scene in Heat if they ever got together man yeah so I don't know I just I was so happy and pleasantly surprised with his performance in this film. Probably one of the best performances, just because this character is so like wacky and very much in his own universe, even though he owns mm-hmm. that planet. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, he he looked like uh, Will Ferrell in uh, Zoolander. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's, uh... Oh, go ahead. Uh, just to me, like a lot of the things about Sakaar kind of is reflective of him. Like that stick that kills people. What is it called? The melting stick. Like that's literally yeah, what like, it was like, called. Like, like give me the bite, like, that's what he yeah, calls don't give me the melting stick right now. He's not. It's, he didn't do anything that's worth capital punishment. Yeah. <laughs> to me, I'm just like, I don't know if that was Jeff Goldblum who just decided to name it the melting stick, and Marvel right. was like, yeah, sure, yeah, whatever. But it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, kind of to go off of that, like it kind of is sad because it's cast in doubt, right? With the two post-credit scenes that uh, the. Uh, Grandmaster Jeff Goldblum's character probably will not be seen again in the film. Yeah. That's, we probably saw his last scene. This is his one and only appearance in the MCU. So, so you know, enjoy it now because do we want to kind of talk about those scenes now? Yeah, I think we should. I, I love his post credit scene. It was so great. It was. I like the post credit scenes. I'm glad they're there. I'd rather have them there than not. But they kind of didn't do anything like to boost up black panther like the next film which is traditionally what they do they will boost up either like the next thor movie or the next mcu movie and they didn't really do anything like that they didn't really further the story just kind of like i don't know they they, they weren't enough like the scene where this big ship kind of you know descends upon thor and the people of uh that were saved from what's the name of asgard, asgard. 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 yeah asgard. okay one of those norse names like, you know, when that was like, okay, eh, whatever, shoulder shrug. And then Jeff Goldblum, at least you get to see him one last time, but he's presumably killed by the revolutionaries on his planet. Yeah. So that's kind of sad, too. Like, oh, well, I guess we'll never see him again. 
maybe know, that, fingers crossed fingers crossed that monologue though is like man i played a pretty big part in your revolution right i mean you can't revolt unless you have something to <laughs> revolt against like that yeah, was so like, good i love yeah that. he's like so it's a tie right <laughs> <laughs> yeah no but uh the the serious post-credit scene where like thor and loki are looking up and it's like oh shit that's a big old ship uh, from what I've read, that's supposed to be Thanos's ship. Yeah, that's what I was. That's Ooh. what I was trying to tell you at the after the movie, Robert. I was yeah. like, it's uh that one dude, Thanos. Yeah, yeah, and he's like gonna be the big bad in Inf- Infinity War. So like, I guess that that scene is kind of like foreshadowing. Maybe not Black Panther, right? Mm-hmm. Unless Black Panther kills Thanos in this movie, which I don't think happens. But it's definitely foreshadowing like uh, Marvel, like Avengers: Infinity War. So who knows, like, maybe Thor and crew don't make it to Earth because Thanos says they don't. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Man, April cannot get here soon enough. I'm so high. I mean, you have Thor, you know, changed. He cut his hair. Mm. They kind of made it look like, uh, you know, those weird, like, nicks and cuts in, like, the side there. I guarantee you cosplayers are going to be copying that. Oh yeah, like they're, it looks they're so definitely cool. doing it. It looks cool, but it's like you can't have your hair like that every single day. You'll you'll feel like a douche in the office mm. if you're like, "Give me the Thor." You know <laughs> hey, what I mean? It's hey, like, God of Thunder, yes. get me some coffee. Yeah, it's like half <laughs> vanilla ice, half uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but uh, it, half Kanye West. But half it, Kanye it, West. It, <laughs> it 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 was. I don't know. There was just so many changes to the character. Like it was yeah. kind of admirable to see them transform Thor in so so many profound ways in this film not just with the shift in tone but like literally changes to his character's physical makeup and physical abilities mm. you know it was it was cool to see uh kind of the last thing i wanted to bring up just because i fucking love this character korg <laughs> the stone uh, boy who is voiced by director you know uh taika waititi Oh yeah, how could we forget? Oh, is that who <laughs> did his voice? Yeah, the director himself <laughs> voiced really? korg Hey, man, I, we're going to get on the ship. We're going to get out of here. Want to come? Yeah. You want to come? <laughs> like, Korg is both my favorite character from that film, but also, like, I hate him. You hate him? How can you I, hate him? He's okay. so fun. I hate him because, uh, again, I just keep saying, like, it's too lighthearted. At the end, when Ragnarok was happening and you're watching Thor and, like, all of the Asgardians watching their home planet or plane of living or whatever it is destroyed he's just like it'll be fine you like you can rebuild it as long as there's the foundation so it looks like the foundation's being kept <laughs> oh never mind you know it's like it's like <laughs> oh, that was funny gone now <laughs> yeah it's like that was funny but it's also like this is supposed to be sad this is supposed to hit some kind of dramatic point but it's not because korg is too funny korg was great i i didn't know it was taika watiti that did it uh when I heard the voice, I thought I had heard that voice somewhere before, and I thought to myself, like, that sounds almost like a South African accent. Like, is this Charto, Charto Copley, right? The guy from District 9, the guy oh, from Chappie. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I was like, is this I'm that Jackie. guy? Yeah, like, I couldn't I couldn't really... It sounded totally like South uh, African accent, but, but I think it's an interesting um, approach to take with that type of character, because he's a huge, imposing figure, right? He's a giant rock man and so uh the director taika was like modeling kind of the trope of in polynesia in the philippines in a lot of parts of uh, eastern asia uh the bouncers are really huge guys with really light 
high voices. Yeah. <laughs> and that's a thing that is like common uh, there for whatever reason. So he he wanted uh, Korg to be that type of character. And I thought that was obviously, you know, something that I don't think another director would even think to do. So that's cool. Yeah. Korg was the true rock of this film. There you go. That's it. <laughs> that's what call. That's calling what you yeah. were referring to earlier. There right? you go. Yeah. Get out of here, you damn ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I loved the movie. Um, I really did love it. Oh, my really God. Did. How could we forget to mention, guys? Hmm. I love the scene between Doctor Strange and Thor. Oh, yeah. yeah. That, <laughs> oh, that scene you know, made me want to watch Doctor Strange. I still haven't seen it. I know. Well, they, I haven't seen it yet. So they re they literally just took frame for frame one of the, the scenes at the end credits of uh, Doctor Strange and put it in this film. Oh, really? So that's kind of what I mean when like they use the last you know movie to promote the next movie in line. Like oh, that, that I yeah, didn't know. The, the, the part where he's filling up his beer and all that, that's at the end of Doctor Strange. So this kind of sucks for me, and I'm glad you brought this up because uh, I want to talk about this, and I just want to real quickly talk about the box office numbers, and then we can be done. But Doctor Strange, I did not know, was in this film because I was going on media blackout, social media blackout about this after watching the first trailer. I was like, okay, this movie's going to be good. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to stop looking stuff up. But when I go to buy my ticket on the Alamo Drafthouse um, app, it says in there the... Uh, the, the cast and they put I think for alphabetical reasons the very oh. first person listed is Benedict motherfucking Cumberbatch hey and I'm maybe like, maybe he I'm was like, gonna what? play another character I was like uh, for, uh, for a second I forgot he was Doctor Strange and I was like what was he gonna do in this film I didn't know he's in this film and I'm like crap he plays the dragon dude he's smog remember <laughs> yeah, it was, smog, yeah smog's yeah. in it yeah <laughs> he, so it totally ruined the cameo for me it have, and it was literally like right when I was buying my ticket for it so real quick box office numbers guys this film had a budget of 180 million dollars a runtime of two hours 10 minutes it grossed domestically as of november 5th a hundred and almost 123 million dollars but worldwide guys where is that number it's like 400 and no 431 million worldwide so it is more than doubled its money on its way to tripling it within seven days of release that is wow incredible i mean we haven't seen domestic box office numbers like this since it yeah um i mean you know, it's pretty close that's not to a, it <clears throat> yeah that's not a small movie so thor ragnarok is absolutely success this is going to catapult uh taika watiti if you haven't heard his name before i haven't before this film uh you know i, I think he's going to probably be most certainly going to be signing a contract to, to do the sequel if not maybe the next two movies in this ragnarok trilogy that they're working on but i really enjoyed his brand of filmmaking it's going to make me kind of look back and say like oh what else did he do you know we really didn't mention either like mark Mothersbaugh. Right, I think you mentioned Robert. Yeah, he's like a he's, he's a member of the of Devo of the Devo of the Devo. Yeah, they do the that Devo. song, the Devo. The whip it, you the know, whip the it. Whippet song. Crack that <laughs> whip. <laughs> doom, doom, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, no, he did the music for this film, which I mean, I felt like the music didn't resonate super hard with me, but it resonated out of all the Marvel films I've seen, probably the most. Yeah, it's the most. It's the most unique. Just like the film itself, I thought that the music itself uh, really fit with the visual kind of uh, design of the film. I just thought they were, it was a perfect marriage. So I just wanted to shout out Mark Mother's Ball. I see you over there. I see you. With that That's music stuff you're where, doing. Where? Mm, it's pretty good. I see him. <laughs> I saw him. Yeah. Well known for I, Whip It and the Thor Ragnarok soundtrack. I, I noticed. <laughs> Senpai noticed you, Mark Mother's Ball. I, you know, I don't remember wow. much from the music, to be honest with you, aside from Immigrant it, Song, what? of course. Really? But. I thought you would like it because it's super synth wavy, dude. Yeah. It's like it was, right up your alley. Oh, so good. I know. Like, I just, I'm not like, 
off the top of my head. Like I don't remember dislike or like disliking it. I just can't remember it off the top of my head. The, I really can't. The Avengers films specifically are notorious for their absolutely un uh, uh, completely forgettable soundtrack. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like the, no one thinks of the music when you think of Avengers the way you think of the music when you think of Star Wars or even Lord of the Rings. Uh, no yeah. one says, "Oh, the Avengers music is so good." Yeah, said yeah. no one. A oh, quick side you note: know? side note, they showed the episode eight trailer at the beginning of the movie, and I was like, "Dude, seeing seeing that in the theater was pretty cool." Not gonna yeah, lie. And it was. Cool. I didn't see any. Yeah. I didn't see any good trailers before mine, yeah. but they did do. I did appreciate. Like, if you get there half hour early, you should always go. If you ever go to Alamo Draft House, always go half an hour early. But they did a whole like Thor um, recap. Of like everything that he's done in every single Marvel movie oh. to set you up for this film, so I really oh, appreciate nice. that. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, I think we should it? wrap up with like final thoughts. Probably overall, I think this is a fun film to go to. It's one of those films where like if you're at the on the weekend hanging out with your friends and you you're like, let's watch a movie. I want to watch a movie for fun. This would definitely be a good one to sit through, even if you haven't seen any of the Marvel movies before. Like if if you have never heard of the name Thor or Hulk or anything. This film's fun. It's it'll entertain you. It'll build the characters well enough where you feel like you have a good grasp on like who Thor is, who Hulk is, who the Rock is, and you'll just have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, um, I I think like I said at the beginning, uh, I I it was a buddy cop film, the kind of like I was thinking it was going to be. Like it was a lot of comedy, and I'm taking taking from it now that it's it's going for more of like it's bringing back kind of slap, slapstick comedy. I appreciate it a little bit more, but I was expecting um. I don't know. I was expecting a serious tone where it's important. Like I was expecting it to hit a, at a for a dramatic tone where it needs to. Um, and it wasn't really there for me. But otherwise, I mean, it was it was a very enjoyable, entertaining movie. This is the most anime film I've seen this year <laughs> in the same year in the same year where Ghost in the Shell came out. That wasn't an anime film. That was a exactly dynasty. the problem. God, that, exactly that movie was so terrible. I but watched that Thor, on too. Thor Ragnarok is the most fun I've had in the theaters in a while. It's just great, stupid fun. I'll give you that. Thoroughly I'll give you entertaining. That. I it, it, this this is a good time. Absolutely. So I do recommend it. I do recommend seeing it in theaters. I I think it would be a good place to jump in as well. It's just a fun, fun chapter. It's going to be widely remembered you know as, as just a great a great moment in the mcu uh great uh kind of palate cleanser again right before we get into you guys want serious i i keep hearing you guys want serious yeah infinity war is getting real and infinity war is gonna be like over three hours so Damn. you want serious heavy i don't know if that's true actually but it just sounds right <laughs> but <laughs> but it's gonna be serious there's gonna be some real things happen. This is gonna be like some Game of Thrones MCU stuff. So buckle Ooh, up. Shit. Look, I'm, I'm incest. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's exactly it. Uh, the no. radioactive spider and no, oh, I don't know. And Tony Stark. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, Look, it's not that I want super serious. It's just that I want. I don't want every character to be funny. I feel like funny is a trait that not every character in any film, TV show, movie. No, you need uh, the good straight man like Valkyrie to bounce stuff off of. I, I get right. you. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, to yeah. me, it was like, like that was a slight problem I had with the Spider-Man film, too, is that like everyone felt funny for the most part, except for um, Vulture, who's good. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I, I think... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, now that you mentioned Spider-Man, I think it was definitely more balanced than this one was. But Yeah. yeah. 
I don't know. Uh, for me, this is going to be really interesting for the next few weeks. Because I don't know if you guys are aware, but next Friday, like two weeks from now, November 17th, DC is going to take a stab at the movie market with Justice League. I'm and- somewhat worried this is going to oh, be a family movie more than I want it to be. Justice League? Should- yeah. So if, if yeah. I go see this movie, should I watch... Uh, Batman v Superman and Wonder nah. Woman before nah. maybe uh, Wonder, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman might just because it's the one DC film that you won't feel ashamed of yourself for watching it. Um, no. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And this is say this is from someone who likes DC as a as a universe. Man. So yeah, I think. All right. All right. It'll be interesting uh, just because, you know, now we have a Marvel movie and a DC movie coming out in the same month. And it'll just be cool to see how they compare, especially with Justice League being like the big DC like. Like this is if this fails, the DC cinematic universe is pretty much dead, you know. I yeah, I have my I have my real serious uh concerns about I mean, I like the 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 direction it's going, but I like I said, I'm worried it's going to be too skewed to families and not so much skewed towards like the core DC yeah. fan base. I hope I'm wrong, but we'll see what happens and then I'll say if I'm right or wrong at that point, I don't yeah. know. The CG still looks like ass. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think it looks better. I think it looks better. <laughs> so yeah, the Superman's mustache is removed <laughs> frame by frame, so exquisitely, perfect frame, oh, frame boy. by frame work. So yeah, that should conclude our Thor Ragnarok spoiler cast. I hope you enjoyed. I hope you got something out of it. I hope maybe you see the movie differently or your thoughts are reinforced. I don't know. I just hope this felt important to you in some way in some way we hope i hope we impacted your so life so profound you'll, you'll you. have fun you'll have fun yeah yes <laughs> yeah we're gonna recommend if you haven't seen the movie go see it you'll have fun <laughs> at the end of a spoiler <laughs> cast yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right ah, whoops rip <laughs> yeah um, two for two high five <laughs> so that's been us at the tiny disc podcast we'll see you guys next thursday God of Thunder! <laughs> <laughs>